Hey, it's Brian K. Vaughn, and you're listening to Chris's Comics. Underground fame and the Leal Legacy podcast. Is it still called that? Is it called? No, it's called the Legacy podcast. Yeah. D- didn't he do one called um, uh, Radnorock? Oh, it's called Radnorock. Fuck yeah. me! I always call it Leal Legacy, but it is it's Radnorock? And well, you can come up with a little co- cool thing. You know, it's it's a poli- the podcast that will end your world. It's that good. And then he went back on it. He went, "That's too cheesy." I'm like, "Nah, mate, that's the good cheese." Give That's, me a slice of that cheese. It's almost as good as Undead Comic Cast, because comics never die. Mm, but they died. But they have died. They did Or die. have they? No, they've died. Because welcome to Chris's Comics Podcast. My name is Chris, and this is a podcast about comic books. However, I think we've merged the two podcasts now, haven't we? Yeah. Because I am joined by my n- newly appointed resident guest slash co-host... I think co-host is really what we're aiming for here. Punk rock pirate time lord, Mr. J. Bidette. Hello. How are you, man? I'm fine. I'm fine. What yeah, so we're back already. This is a surprise, isn't it? Um, we're back to talk about comic books. Um, hope you all enjoyed the last episode, which was the best of uh, last year. and What we liked, what we hated, and what all you guys liked and hated also. But today we're going to be talking about all the current stuff that we've been reading. And then we've got a book club to finish off. Uh, we're going to talk about Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So if you haven't read that, um, maybe pause the podcast after we've talked about our current books. Go and hunt it down. I think you can pick it up on Amazon for pretty cheap now. I mean, a little preview on it without giving away any spoilers, but I also I feel if you've just watched series one and two of the Netflix show, you, you're probably all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's there is... There is differences. There is differences which, which we'll, we'll go into, but yeah. again, I don't feel. I feel if you've watched if you've watched series one and two but not read the comic, you're not gonna like listen and go, "Oh no, what?" I, I feel like, yeah. yeah. But, don't pause the podcast. Carry on listening. Or if you don't like spoilers, and you know, it's fun to. I mean, I. I have, it's fun to spoil. It's fun to. <laughs> That's a Wakefield drink. That <laughs> no, no. I was about to say it's fun to like read along and then like you know read the book and then listen to the podcast discussing it I mean I've got several podcasts on pause where I need to read the book before I continue listening do you know what I mean mm. I'm a stickler for things like that like I've currently got an episode of um, Super 8 Bit Power Hour hosted by Ben Allen paused because I haven't watched the new well it's not a new movie anymore uh, the Jordan Peele movie Us I still haven't watched Us um, and they talk about it in that and obviously I don't want it Spoiled. I'm sure they don't spoil it, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if they're not talking in depth, Gaz hated. Gaz hated us. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he like get out though? He loved it. He went mm. in really like hyped, and he he said it was 
just like the most bizarre and unrealistic and unbelievable and stupid thing you'd watched in a while. Mm. See, I watched the trailer and I thought it looked really good. But yeah, that's my example anyway. Um, I like to, you know, be included in the conversations and podcasts. So yeah. If you haven't read Sabrina yet, go to Amazon, pick it up. The paperback's only nine forty. Um, yeah. So, but first of all, we're going to talk about books we've been reading. Other than that, um, oh no, no, that's it. We're going to merge. Yes. We're going to merge the the, the two podcasts together now. Um, we're calling it Chris's Comics, though, because uh, I'm famous. Yeah, you can, you can <laughs> say my, Chris's Comics. That's my joke that I'm harping on at. If anyone that listens to Jarrett Goes to Movies podcast will, will understand and maybe chuckle at, but maybe mm. it's not that funny, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, so from your podcast, Undead Comic Cast, we're going to bring in some elements, and part of that is the news. Uh, something else that I wanted to maybe bring in was the Drop Zone, maybe later on. Yeah, the drop zone. Which is talking about comic books that we've dropped. Oh, well, yeah, there's a, yeah, I can talk about that. <laughs> cool, so JB has the news, I think. So, first part of the news, which we'll get, we're going to work on getting some little jingles as well, aren't we? Jingle jangles. There'll be some jingles, so they won't, might not be on this one, but next one, expect like some, like, you know, da 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 the news. <laughs> or maybe I'll just, like, copy and paste that. Use every that every time. <laughs> Put some like weird ass effects on it, like stuff. some in the background, like da, 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 you know, yeah, like, yeah, da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> So the Joker eighty, yeah, the Joker eightieth anniversary one hundred page super spectacular number one. What That's what it's called, the Joker eightieth anniversary one hundred page super spectacular number one uh, comic book is coming out, featuring many original stories from many uh, comic book legends. Such as Brian Azzarello, Paul Dini, Scott Snyder, Tom Taylor, for those who like him over there on the in the corner, James Tinney in the fourth, Riley Rosmo and more. Um, it's just celebrating the 80th anniversary of the Clown Prince of Crime himself. There's going to be a 1940s variant cover, 1950s, 60s, 70s, all sorts. Uh, yeah, and it's going to come out on April 29th. Uh, of this year for nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, fucking cheeky, aren't they, DC? It's a hundred pages. I'm not as cheeky as Marvel, though. It's one hundred pages. <laughs> That's well, a book. We'll see. We'll see. It might be decent. You'll but... buy it. Yeah. You'll buy it. I don't know <laughs> well, why you even. Why are you... I just don't like paying over a fiver for a comic book, no matter how like fucking long it is. I mean, you know, a single issue. It's basically a trade. I know, but it's still like. I don't know. It just still feels like a cash in, doesn't it? At the end of the day, they're celebrating like the, he, you say a cash in. He's like, if they really wanted to cash in on the Joker, we would have had a Joker. Oh wait, we did have a Joker movie. <laughs> it was basically Taxi Driver, but called the Joker. <laughs> Why? Um, one thing that people are kicking off about is with Birds of Prey, and there's he shows not cashing in. His Joker's not in it. People are confirming already. Joker is not in Birds of Prey. No. Uh, but it is a sequel to Suicide Squad, isn't it? I think yeah. it's like Harley Quinn liberating herself uh, after separating with him, maybe. I know, but you'd still think, put Joker in it? I don't know, it just feels well, weird. I, I feel like everyone, apart from me, hated Jared Leto as the Joker. No, it's you and um, Nerd. Oh, Nerdcore, yeah. Nerdcore, Mr. Hero Bishop. Hero he Bishop. Is, yeah, he's, he's Leto's biggest fan. Um, um, 
right? So yeah, that, there was that. Which okay, we've, we've discussed that. You're buying it. I'm buying it. That'll be cool. Um, <laughs> and then, check out them variant covers as well. The next one is the Avengers' next biggest threat is going to be, and this is why it's news to me. Moon Knight. Moon- oh, well, I mean that. Of course, that's not got anything to do with the fact there's a Moon Knight TV show coming. No, nothing at all. <laughs> um, it's going to be at some point in 2020. They're going to do. It's called the Age of Conshu. Whoa, so this is going to be an event with May, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, May, they make him centre stage because he is in the background of mainstream. I think even in comic books he's a bit background as well. But Moon Knight's like one of my faves. And it, the all it says, that we know it says is, Mummies are rising from their graves. Secret armies march by moonlight from Kunlun to Wakanda to Greenwich Village. A dark god invades Asgard, and the Moon Knight has been unleashed as never before. So begins the age of Khonshu, so fall the Avengers. Now, God, remember, Khonshu is just like a part of his personality that he battles with, and he's a genuine god. And if that god decides to turn bad and use him, he's very much... I mean, he began as a villain. Moon Knight was a villain to begin with. There's a lot of potential there, actually. Yeah. I didn't even realise it, but there is a lot of potential for that character. And the whole country thing, so that could be interesting. I fucking like him. I love love Moon Knight. If you have never read Moon Knight, and I swear that one of my Moon Knights is still here, I'm not accepting that I didn't not buy it. No, if you look in the middle of that Marvel Marvel stack, I've got Moon Knight Volume One and Two, but that's not the Jeff Lemire run. No, I honestly I bought. I bought those two, and then I borrowed your volume three of that run. Yeah. And then I borrowed your volume one of the Jeff Lemire run. Yeah. And then I was like, that was sick. Can I borrow volume two? And you, have, and you went, I haven't got it yet. And in, in my head, I do have it, but I, that's, that's on my, that's <laughs> on my it, opposite of drop zone. That's on my buy list. Maybe it was in your Amazon basket for a while, and it just never got around. <laughs> yeah, to that sounds out. exactly like me, to be fair. But that, that was the news. Simple cool. as that. Um, well, I've got a bit of news, actually. Oh, okay. Um, that I'd like to discuss. Relating back to our last show, um, the numbers are in for the best-selling comic books, singles, oh. and trades of last year. Oh, I always like it when you do this. This is really interesting. No, actually. it is. It is. I, I, sorry, I just want to say that this is quite funny in relation to uh, Blink-155 podcast. I'm a true bevy boy today. Yeah, <laughs> I've got two cups on the go. I've got a cup of tea and a, a mug of water. That's like, it's, it's like, what do they call it? So, a palate cleanser. Josiah Hughes. Um, I'm, you're a man after my own heart. Also the funniest man in the world. And the best moustache in the world as well. Oh, it's such a dodgy moustache. I fucking love that man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I know he's never going to listen to this podcast, but... I kind of stalk him a bit too much on social media. I send him way too many things. And he just uh, pleasantly replies with ha-ha-ha every time, just very politely. You love um, his moustache because you're incapable of growing one. Exactly. Now, imagine Josiah's moustache on oh, what I've you? got going on oh, right now. would be epic. I'd look like a Viking or something. I think it'd look pretty cool. Yeah, I just love the man. Um, Top-selling single issues of 2019... Now, I'm just going to preface this by saying that Marvel have dominated this top ten. Oh, have they now? <laughs> have they? Probably because they are the best publisher. <laughs> Although, yeah, it was downvoted by all the followers you have. We'll see. Hmm. So, number one. Yeah. From DC Comics. Hmm. 
Detective Comics issue one thousand. Well, that's that makes sense. No surprise there, really. No. It was, and it was, it's, it's worthy of it. I to a degree. At number two from Image Comics, Spawn issue three hundred. Oh yeah, that was another big mm. event, wasn't it? I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I don't read Spawn. To be I fair. didn't even pick it up. Um, at number three from Marvel Comics, issue one of X Men. Was that X Men or Uncanny X Men? X Men. All right, just X Men. Uh, the new uh, Hickman X-Men book that came after oh, is the event. The, um, <laughs> the event. Oh, the one where they all go into the portal world and this is like from... Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Actually, X-Men, um, just playing all X-Men at the moment, is, is really interesting. It's almost like the Summers family book. Because, like, you know, you've got, like, Kid Cable now because he went yeah. back in time and killed his older self or something or other. I hate I hate this sentence. Yeah, I don't I don't really like Kid Cable. But basically, he's living with his mum and dad right now. Obviously, Scott Summers and Jean Grey. Um, Hope is there. No, not Hope. Uh, what's what's her daughter called? Rachel. She's there. And it's uh, it's a weird, like, family dynamic book that's going on right now. Um I think you might enjoy it. Check out issue. No, one. no, okay. No. <laughs> Straight away, okay. I will shoot that fucker down. Well, something that we both shot down. That is it, number four from Marvel, mm-hmm. Black Cat issue one. Oh well, no, but that's there's a reason because that was her first comic, her first own run, and we yes. all fell for it. And but we all how went... weird is that? That was the fourth best selling comic of the year. But I, I yeah, I am a bit amazed because I feel like. It, it's the news should have got in quicker, you know, like mm, that. Like this it is, was shit, yeah. but that might be down to unfortunately the people out there who just want to get a number one yeah. and get it banked and, and frame it. Yeah, the, uh, variant right. covers were so nice. Yeah, because closely followed at number five from DC is Deceased issue one. DC's what? Deceased. Oh, deceased. One. Yeah, De- yeah. Deceased. Again, that was worthy. <laughs> um, at number six from Marvel, Absolute Carnage issue one. Yeah, uh, that finally arrived today. Oh. I can't wait to go back and read that. At number seven from Marvel, Marvel Comics issue one thousand. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Uh, at number eight from Marvel, House of X issue one. At number nine from Marvel, Powers of Ten issue one. And at number ten. From Marvel, War of the Realms, issue one. Right, that entire list makes my skin crawl. Now when I'm going over well, it. because there's nothing that you read All from the Marvel, Marvel stuff, all the Marvel stuff is either X-Men, which is shit, or Gen... X-Men, I'm sorry, but 2019 X-Men, bar uncanny, I'm talking about Hickman X-Men, is all pure gold. 29 X-Men is, well, whatever it is, X-Men is shit, and then the other Marvel stuff on the... Was genuine shit Marvel <laughs> and then Black the, Cat more of the realm. Yeah, fuck me. Oh, mm. are we that? Are we that easy? Are well, we, we... it seems that way. So let's let's check out the top ten best-selling graphic novels of twenty nineteen. Oh, now this will be more interesting. Now I'm going to preface this, but I can't. I can't say preface. Preface. Preface or preface. Preface this by saying that um, Marvel. Does not feature at all in the top ten selling graphic novels. I will, I will add on to this because I believe that a lot of these are going to be Image and Dark Horse, and the problem with these getting them comics is, and we've discussed this before, they get them in for like 
four of the six issues in the comic shop and then they don't get the last two in, which is really annoying. At the end of the day, Marvel singles just sell better um, as, as singles than trades, don't they? I, mean, I know, but I need this. Like, there was a, a comic called uh, Good Morning... Is it Good Morning America? Or I think, or something like that, which was on Only Press, or Omni Press, uh, Only Press, yeah. Only Press, and issue six, I could not find anywhere... I have eBayed and looked for it. I have only ever found people selling the entire collection. No one's selling it on its own, number mm. six. It's just impossible to get, and it's the only one I need. It's a final fucking issue. That's so annoying. Something annoying. happened like that with me with uh, an issue of Umbrella Academy last year. It was a low print run, and it was like it wasn't even the final issue. I think oh it was yeah, that issue was weird. five or something, the penultimate, and they just sold out everywhere. I think it was like the week that the Netflix Umbrella, show yeah. dropped, so like everyone just bought it. And then I couldn't find it anywhere. And so I had to order it from Field Mouse's shop in Tennessee, Rick's it, Comic City. Which was nice of him. Which was great of him. He sent it to me, but obviously I had to pay more for the, the shipping, you know. But hmm. well, yeah, that's, that happens with indie books, you know. I mean, they do sell better in trade, especially Image. I mean, a lot of people just trade weight for indie books, don't they, really? Hmm. So, um, should we go from 10? Countdown yeah, to one? Count, countdown. Yeah, the countdown. Okay, so at number 10 from DC was the hardcover for Batman Damned. Understandable. At number 9 from DC, the hardcover for Killing Joke, which is obviously because of the Joker movie. Oh, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, I mean, I feel like that book just never stops selling. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, at number 8 from Image, Walking Dead Volume 31. Because that was was that the final one? It must have been. Um, at number seven from DC, Batman White Knight. Again, totally understand. We championed that last year. Fantastic book. At number six from Image, Die Volume One, Fantasy Heartbreaker. <sighs> you didn't like Die. I did didn't you? like Die, but everyone else did. I just don't get it. I don't know what people like about it, but that's just me. At number five from DC, Mister Miracle. That's on my to-buy list. I keep forgetting to do that. But yeah, again, nothing but hype about that. And could go down as one of those comics that constantly gets bought as well. It's Tom King and Mitch Gerrards though, isn't it? What's that meant to mean? Well, that was what you hated about Heroes in Crisis. I know. That artist, that writer together. I know, but... But... Honestly, though, Miss a Miracle, great stuff. I'm I see it, get, to... it gets nothing but praise, whereas Heroes yeah. in Crisis... I feel a lot of people have the same opinion as you and I. It really worked. I mean, he's taken a character, you know, like Scott Free, and just um, created this uh, really interesting take on it. So I'd like to talk about that with you once you've read it. Oh, happily. Um, At number four from Image, Monstrous, Volume 1. Never heard of that, actually. I remember seeing it, but I I don't know much about it. No, I don't know. I remember the logo. had a pretty cool logo, but that was it. Uh, at number three from Dark Horse, Umbrella Academy Volume One, Apocalypse Suite. Uh, that was another big one, wasn't it? Because obviously people <coughs> wanted to catch, like, get into Umbrella Academy after the Netflix show. <coughs> when the Netflix show dropped, there was so much demand for that Volume One. It was just out of print, wasn't it? Because mm. it was so long ago. Um, at number two from Image, Saga Volume One. Well, that's interesting. Is that gonna? Is that because? Sagas took a break and people are like going. I think it's just always in the top ten. Yeah, I feel like that's another book that's going to be there for a while. And at number one from DC, Watchmen. Really? Yeah. 
Obviously got to do with the TV, TV show. show. And really, though? Because the TV show didn't come out until the back end of the year, like November. Yeah. I, I still think maybe that's just... Maybe Doomsday again. Clock as Doomsday well. Clock. Yeah. You know what? Doomsday Clock will have caused that as well. So, yeah. I just thought that was interesting, those that uh, is. little figures. I feel like they are. You should keep a record of this, and then in like this time next year, we'll have a look and see if there's. We have to notice the pattern of them yeah. keeping. There's some books now that are just going to be eternally in this list. Just so, um, we're done with the news. Do you want to talk about what you've been reading, man? Yeah, happily. Uh, where do you, what do you want me to start with? The good stuff. Yeah, we'll start with the good yeah, stuff. Yeah. The good stuff. Um, Miles Morales, Spider Man. Ah, oh, cool. He caught up. I am caught up. I I love I love the bit of my yeah, mouth. It's good that book, isn't it? It um, is. It, it's a, it surprises me every time. I, I I it's a weird feeling I get where I just it's on when I'm looking at the pile and thinking what should I read. I kind of have to talk myself into picking that up more than some others. Yeah. Because some just jump out of you like we've said before. But once I've got like two pages in, I'm in. And I love yeah. It. And uh, I read uh, what you were talking about. Um, on your Instagram about that character that is very much like Don, Donald Trump, you know, the uh, the teacher. The, oh, it's what, the teacher? Yeah, like the headmaster, he's got he's got blonde hair. Oh, yeah. Red tie, <laughs> it's just like, so obviously, you know. Um, there is a lot of like, there has been lots in the stories to do with like, immigration and kind of undertones of the political views. Is that the writer's Saladin Ahmed, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, he did Black Bolt, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, he's he's a good writer. No, very he's good writer. Very consistent. Um, yeah, it's been it's been consistently good that book. I've been enjoying it. What about yourself? Oh, are we doing back and forth, or do you want? Why to we do? not do back and forth? We do back and I forth. I might not have as many. Or okay, we <laughs> should do all you and then all me. All me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Harleen, I finished. Oh yeah. How was it? I only read issue one. I love it. It's what, it was one of my... That's now... I'm going to read it again. Mm. It's one of my favourite books down to... You know, we, we were talking about how making the Joker kind of like good-looking and sexy kind mm. of didn't work for you. Now, when you get to the end of it, and then it, I'm not spoiling it, but I am more of the idea that you are seeing it through her eyes mm. and that's what he just looks like to her. And because of that, I completely forgive it because... It's it's just so well done and so well written and the all the art's insane in it. If, I think if you could just get past sexy Joker, yeah, then you can you can. There's a very very good book there, and I, I don't don't see the point in Harley's origin story being told again after that. It was just bang bang on the money. Nice. Um, it's um, written and drawn by the same person. Is it? If you can pronounce their name. Oh yeah. Hold on. Um, oh, that that would be step. Up. Oh fuck me! <laughs> There's lots of letters I, I, there with Jesus things Christ. hanging off. He's like the worst anagram you can get in Countdown. <laughs> like, <laughs> like fucking get a vowel in there. Uh, Stepan, I'll say that's put on Stepan. Stepan, it'll be Stepan Sedik. Yeah, that's what I'll go for. Yeah, talented person. Yeah, the art is insane. Like if I want the that covers lovely. Mm. I also want on issue three. There was she's just like lying down, um, and her hair is everywhere, which is dead unusual for Harley. It's her hair's normally just one pigtails. Yeah. That's and, that's nice that cover. Yeah, 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 dude. I think she looks it's so crazy ass there because they did the covers as well. Yeah, they, they pulled a Sean Gordon Murphy on this, didn't they? Yeah, and it worked. It really did. Huh. 
Uh, yeah, especially like that. I feel Batman's not in it much either, and it gave me little Paul Dini Batman the animated series chills because of it. Well, I think it was a variant. Did they do the variants as well? Yes, I'm sure they did. Yeah, they it looked the same. Did. Yeah, uh, but there was a variant. I think you got it where she was in a classic costume. It looked really cool. She was in like a car or something. Oh, maybe and I she might had have got that classic costume. It looked nice. Yeah. Um, what else have I read? Oh, I read. Um, I'm I'm trying to remember the name. Last night on Earth. Finish that one as well. Book three. Oh, the Snyder Capullo final hurrah. Yeah. I. That was in my drop zone, actually. I dropped that after issue one. Really? I, it just didn't click with me. Snyder just snided the fuck out of it. <laughs> and, he, and when I say that, I mean that he confused me. It, it was just like, and not in a good way, it, it didn't make me want to read more. It just made my brain hurt and go, nah, I can't be arsed, like, figuring this out. It was like, I don't know. I wasn't into it, man. But was and well, if you're not going to read it, you're not going to read it. Then yeah, minor spoilers here. Spoil but it for me. I don't care. like. I'm. I've been on board with it. I totally get it. For I like, finally, I get a, a complex Snyder story. He's not Snydering me too much. And at the very end of this, and I'm still kind of confused as to why uh, it ends with whoever's left. And remember, it's set more in the future. Yeah. Right. And it's regular continuity, isn't it? Just like way in the future. Yeah. 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 Uh, who at, and they're just they're they're all out in the in the in the daylight and they're watching as a uh, rocket from Krypton is arriving with a baby in. I no. didn't understand that reference. I I was lost. I went what? Why? Why is another one coming? Why did they know? Is this Superman again? I didn't understand it at all. Is it Snyder setting up his next book? Oh God, I don't know. It must be. Maybe, but it just know. it looked it was dead odd. Um. One we can definitely talk about. Yeah. Doomsday Clock. No, we can't talk about that. Oh, yet. lad! Because I want to dedicate, I want to do a book club episode on that because there's so much to get your teeth stuck into there. Oh, mate. Well, no, oh, we will. We, I want to we'll go. We'll fill into... our boots then, but also a little preview. <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> God. Yes, daddy. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. We'll, again, I don't want to get into the show. You can up on the TV show. Oh, I finished the show, yeah. Right, okay, cool. So they're not set in the same universe I, at all. They okay. can't be. No, I disagree. I think okay. they are. Okay, oh, well, we'll talk about that on the Watchmen show, on the Doomsday Clock show. I'm going to reread the whole thing because I need to, because like there was like two or three month gaps between some I issues. might do that myself, so actually. So I need to reread the whole thing. Having watched the Watchmen show recently, yeah, it sent my head a bit west. I was... There's so many like theories you can put together and like, because I I was convinced when I watched the show that that was set in between the original graphic novel and Doomsday Clock, mm. but now obviously the way the show ended, I'm like, well it can't possibly because Doctor Manhattan's de- spoilers for the TV show. <laughs> Doctor Manhattan dies. Right, it's been um, out long enough now. The TV show and it was available in the UK. Great TV show as well. It's been, like, it's, that's a little bit of news for you. They are not making a season two. Good. Yeah, they shouldn't. Finally, they the Americans have learned. Just leave it at one series. Because, finally, uh, yeah, incredible show. Uh, I wasn't sure on the direction it was taking when they introduced Doctor Manhattan into it. I was like, oh no, why have they got to do this? It's kind of weird, but. I get it, the way it ended. Uh, my favourite episode was Hooded Justice, though. 
Yeah, that's God, easily that. that episode was unreal. Yeah. Like, the way that it was shot, like, the cinematography. And, like, the, how the memories are happening everything. in the scene. Oh, behind. God. And then that scene where she was, like, frozen, jumping through the window. Yeah. Oh, it's just so that, good. Like, I'm, I'm watching a comic. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... It was so fucking good, that. Yeah, that, that show that is insane. Especially. Um, what else? What else, have, what else have I been reading? Um, off the top of my... I'm trying to think. Um, we'll go, oh, uh, I'll tell you what is really weird, and it just gets weirder each time. And Doom Patrol. Oh yeah, it's is Jared Way still writing it? Yeah, and I want to know what drugs Jared Way has been taking because, <laughs> I mean, as you see, what I posted on Instagram off that panel, the frog with the baguette. Yeah, I'll just it. read it for all your listeners. <laughs> There's a one panel where they're explaining what's happened to them, and they're in like a computer kind of like what was that fucking game called? A game? What was that TV show called that was set in a game? Reboot. Oh, it yeah. looks like reboot. They're in the reboot world, and he's telling them that there's a problem, and it says, "But then we got a virus, a frog delivering baguettes. His name is Wild Ass, and every baguette <laughs> he delivers further breaks the system, trapping us deeper in the bozu." LSD, man. <laughs> LSD does mad shit to you. All I can say is that one of his heroes is Grant Morrison. I feel like he's trying to emulate that. Yeah. Um, Actually, no. Jared Way straight edge though, isn't he? I think he had to because yes, yeah, he was he, an alcoholic. He was and an he alcoholic. was a drug addict. Yeah, he's, he's straight edge man. He's straight. That's a just really terrible superhero. Straight edge man. <laughs> straight edge man. He's just got an incredible imagination. Straight edge man with his sidekick minor threat. Just <laughs> <laughs> like little kid kid version. Um, Speaking of my chem though, um, fucking hell, I I didn't get a ticket. Oh shocker! No, yeah. I didn't expect to. Ninety quid, man. I mean, it's naughty, that isn't it? Well, I know one person going, and they got the coach ticket, so it costs more than ninety quid. Fuck. And they've. Yeah, but for listeners that don't know, if you're not a UK resident, and you might not, but um, My Chemical Romance, one of Man and JB's favourite bands, announced a reunion show in the UK in Milton Keynes of all places, and tickets got released the other day, and it was like ninety quid, and um, you know we're not fucking made of money. We might be older now, but. We've certainly got more bills to pay. <laughs> uh, Milton Keynes, the thing is, like, people look at the UK, people in America, you know, not naming names, Nashville, Tennessee, or Texas, or wherever they are, they think the UK looks fucking small. Mm. But really, it's actually very expensive to travel in the UK. Because petrol's expensive. Here's the other thing. Public transport's very expensive. We're not flat. The reason Americans don't find it that much of an issue is because... It's flat. So, like, okay, it's a three-hour journey. But they're travelling really far distance because it's flat. We're not. We're hilly. We're mountainous. We're full of woodland and trees. So, for literally, for me to go to Leeds, which is, like, 50 miles, I think it is. I think Leeds is 50 miles away. Um, it can take... I and mean, you're just checking that now. I just, I just want to check it. I think it's rough. I think Because I, I think I quoted it as being 30 miles away, and you've corrected me. Um, it can take about an hour and a half to... Me and two hours in bad traffic because yeah, Leeds is about 50 60 miles away. There you go, yeah. and it, it, it kind of can be a boys in America, you could probably do that in an hour because it's flat and you're allowed to do like 60 mile power the whole way, mm. so it, it is it is arduous to travel. But yeah. Eve was fuming with my chem over that. <laughs> she what, went, the price, or well, she went, Yeah, one, the price, 
And two, she went, I wouldn't mind if they were in London. That's what I said. Because then I can make a day out of it. Yeah. Went, what the fuck is in Milton Keynes? Exactly. Why Milton? It's such a weird place to well, announce it. All I know is that, so the MEN Arena can hold 20,000 people. This Milton Keynes Arena can hold 30,000 people. So I, we're, we're mm. thinking the logic is, they th- the Americans more are thinking people. it's more people and it's central. Everyone's travelling about the same distance. Bit, yeah, I, I get it, yeah. But that's, they sold out the second date as well. Yeah, again in minutes. They oh, announced right. it in minutes and it then sold out in minutes. 60,000 emo fans descending. Yeah. On <laughs> We're still around. Crawling out of the woodworks. We've all got beards now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've lost our hair. Mate, I just... Oh, yeah. Gutted. But they'll tour next yeah. year. Oh, without a doubt. And hopefully with a new album. Yeah. As much as you didn't really want Well, I, I don't really care. I just want to see them play the old stuff, you know. But anyway, this isn't the hashtag My Chemical Romance podcast. <laughs> How did we digress? Oh yeah, Jared Way. Jared Way. Book, yeah. Jared Way and wild ass, uh, wild ass, the baguette <laughs> delivering frog. I want a statue of him. <laughs> it's like I've not even read the book. It, it's the books are weird. I'm just amazed by them. Yeah, I, it was too weird for me, man. Obviously, you know, as a huge My Chem Jared Way fan, I checked out. You know the book when it came out, but issue one was just too weird. <laughs> it was like a fucking burrito on the front cover, and I don't know. I just didn't get it. Too weird for me. Um, I th- I think after that, the only ones I can think of talking about are either in drop zone territory or trade territory. So do you want to go into what you've been reading? Uh, yeah. So I've been reading uh, Batman: The Dark Prince Charming. Oh God! I was debating this, but they were expensive. Yeah, they so came out. Each aren't they hardback? Two hardcovers. They came out over the space of uh, a few months in 2017. Now it's written and drawn by one guy again, like the whole Sean Gordon Murphy thing. Uh, Marini. I'm pretty sure that's just it. Just known as Marini, <clears throat> and um, awesome. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. The art was spectacular. Story was uh, refreshing. You got the Joker in there, Harley. It was really cool. Um, oh, I like the art. Yeah, it was it was awesome, man. I do recommend it. Uh, it. The premise was like Joker kidnaps this girl who uh, could be Bruce Wayne's daughter, basically. Oh. Um, and that's all you really need to know. It's just a lot of fun Joker stuff. The des- the character designs are very different in it as well, and you can see from that hardcover. Um, Number two there, the Joker is different looking. It's not you know, too different looking. In fact, a bit punk with his spiky hair. I was actually go. His, his eye makeup isn't too far from the Joker movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, and that came out before it. Um, but yeah, I fucking I really enjoyed them. I thought it was great, and they are collected in one hardcover now. How oh, are they? So maybe maybe pick it up. Oh, yeah, I might, I might do a scar. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah. So that's. Just briefly talk about that. I'm glad you um, told me about that. I have been eyeing that and walking past it in like comic shops, but then having no knowledge of it, it's made me wonder, is it any good? Well, I rave about it, but the, there were a lot of bad reviews for it as well. I think it all depends on... To be honest, you you know me. When it comes to Batman, it has to be pretty shit for me to not like it, because I just like Batman so much. Well, the thing is with this, it's an Elseworlds book. 
So, oh, oh, well, well, then, yeah, then I'm... exactly. It's like I think people don't like Elseworlds books because they're like, oh, it's not my Joker. Oh, that's not how Batman would be. <laughs> it's like that's the fucking point of an Elseworlds yeah. story. You know, I'm with just, you on that. Just get on board and have a bit of fun. Um, something I have been having fun with, which I didn't at the start. I thought it was off to a bit of a rocky start. Is Batman Curse of the White Knight? Yeah, I I too had this rocky start thing because mm. I don't really feel that um what's he called? Uh so, Azrael. Azrael. I didn't yeah. see Azrael as an entertaining villain. Well, he's a very I think using Azrael was a bit of a fan servicey thing to do because he was a very 90s character. So bringing him back in was like, you know, a nod to the fans. Um anyone that doesn't know the book we're talking about is by Sean Gordon Murphy, and then the other, sequel to The White Knight. And then the other thing is it goes into like the history of Gotham, but like going back to 14th century stuff, and I always hate stuff like that. Mm. Like I kind of go, oh, who gives a shit, yeah, really? And the same, when it comes to stuff like that, I kind of switch off. Yeah. Like, I never liked history at school. I found that subject boring. Mm. You know, and I, I, it's the same kind of thing. I can see what he's trying to do, you know, play with the whole legacy of the Waynes, and stuff like that, were the Wayne's bad people, you know, as Bruce come from, you know. But that to me is a weird fucking arc to give because, like, everyone's, like, if you go back a few hundred years, everyone's relatives in some way were bad people. They probably hung someone for being a witch or shot a guy for the colour of his skin or did something like that. I'm, I just find it weird that why... That's something anyone should care about. I think it's a it's a, the subjects are he's just good at making it entertaining with again if and when the Joker's in it. I feel he need, needs more Joker. Are you caught up? Have you read issue six? Um, who's on the cover? Oh no! I ha- did issue six come out this week? Yeah. No, is that is this the final issue? No, is no. Over, oh, is it eight or more? Um, how many? Are, I think there's nine. Nine. Yeah, I've, I'm no. So I think there's three more. To Although, go. interestingly enough, I've got three copies of issue five. Why? <laughs> so, Why? right. So, I. Fuck me, right. So, I bought issue five. And that was fine. And it was a normal cover, right? You then, bought a variant. No, it was just, yeah, the normal cover. And then the next week I went shopping, I looked, and the Alfred variant mm. was there. But I thought it was like a Von Freeze thing. Oh, like a one shot. Because it just yeah. looked like it just says in big letters Alfred, Sean Murphy, White Knight, and I was like, oh shit, that's linked. So I just picked it up, didn't even look at it. Oh, right. So Kutzer came home and went, well, okay, well, uh, I actually prefer the original cover to this, so I'll frame the other one or yeah. something. And then last week, Mike, admittedly, I don't really feel comfortable admitting this on the podcast, but there was an issue with my source of what comics come out, and it got some of the following week's comics mixed in with that week. Uh-huh. So it told me that Batman White Knight issue six was out. So I was walking past, and I couldn't find it in one sh- in one shop, which stressed me out because I thought shit, oh, it's sold out. So then I went to another shop, and there was the Batgirl variant. And I didn't say, see, it said issue five. It said, it, issue, I thought it was issue six. So I just picked it up. That's weird because they've been doing the character variants for each one. I didn't realise they'd done two for the same issue. Yeah, I, so I've got, I've got three. Fucking hell, you're boosting them sales this year, aren't you? <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna 
keep the Alfred one as the main one, yeah. frame the other one, and I'm probably <laughs> going to frame the Batgirl one because it's a <laughs> sick ass one as well. Well, again, it's Sean Gordon Murphy doing all the covers, and they're all fucking awesome, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not as hot on that as I was on the original White Knight. Um, it's uh, it's quite medieval, isn't it? Um, yeah. Piratey almost as well, quite swashbuckling. With yeah, the... but that's the thing. I don't think it knows its tone. Yeah, it's a bit all over the place because then you got Azrael as well. With the Azrael whole... adds the old religion doctrine yeah. on it, which I love that side. But then it, when I, I do stopped, you then? I, I I'm a big fan of stuff like that, like preacher. I love when you talk about religion and the dark sides of it. I'm well into that. See, that's interesting because the way you bum Daredevil. I don't know if that's the politically correct term, to use. <laughs> but you, you, obviously you're um, you're an atheist, right? Yeah. So um, how do you perceive and how do you in you know enjoy reading about religious stories and tones in books like that? Because I find it interesting to see it the other sides of the coin. Okay. I find normally like with stuff like preacher. Um, I'm trying to think of other religious comics I've read. Um, where it's, it's mostly no- heavily he- heavy Catholic stuff, isn't it? Yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. Thing. Oh, you know what? It's another interesting one for me, Ms. Marvel, because obviously she's uh, Muslim, and it's her. Do they touch on that a lot? Yeah, a lot. Oh, and they, yeah. she struggles because she wants to be um, she wants to be a Muslim girl, but she doesn't want to be the most practicing Muslim girl. She doesn't want to do everything that they do. While yeah. her brother is borderline, like I. He's, he's, he's on the cusp of being an extremist, a radical, yeah. of a radical, but he's not because he's too much of a, a, a pussy, essentially. He's just, he, he does calm, he calms down, but he talks like he's going to, he talks a big game, but he can't do it. Mm. Um, and then his mum, her mum and dad are very traditional. Mm. Um, it, but yeah, I find it very interesting. Mm. And I thought with Azriel we were getting that. And then like you said, it goes into what you think would be interesting to me, pirates and swashbuckling. Mm. But and then I'm thrown off, and, and then, then you've the got Joker's the, the character of uh, Lafayette, um, yeah. the whole uh, the it's well it's a play on the words, isn't it? Of like a clown or the Joker, isn't mm. it? Laffy. Um, I think that he's had some interesting ideas there. I think that when he's thrown it at the wall, not all of it's stuck. I don't no. know. Um, it's it's I'm enjoying it because the art's so brilliant as well. That's I'm lending off a lot. I think on the art. Um, I gave issue six a full star on my Goodreads. So if anyone wants to follow me on Goodreads, just type in Chris Wakefield. What and the I, fuck is Goodreads? It's an app uh, that is just uh, you can rate what you're reading. Um, and what? I, but I don't understand why do you. So you have a profile on it and stuff, and it tells you, you know, you can follow people and um, see what they recommend. See what they recommend. You can write reviews for stuff. Just have a look at my profile there. Mm. Um, one thousand books, right? Well, you can't read anymore now. That's too nice a round number. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I currently reading. Oh, so you can put what you're currently reading, yeah, what you've yeah. recently read. It's cool. Oh, it's yeah, fun. that's actually quite handy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, on Goodreads, I rate it four stars. It's a very big issue. I wish you'd read it now so we could talk about it because a lot fucking happens in it. Like, right? Um. Huge, obviously, with Harley and and the twins. And that's not a euphemism. <laughs> she has two babies that are the Jokers, doesn't she? Um, yeah, that's another strange choice that he made, the whole relationship with Batman, you know, revealing his identity. 
uh, to everyone really. Everyone knows that he's Bruce Wayne. But they? everyone that matters, um, other than the public. and obviously the the Harley thing is very close with Harley now. Yeah, it, it, interesting book. Might need a reread when it's all done. I mean, when you say he's very close with Harley in Harleen, there is that's played on a little as well. Mm. Like he, Batman actually has a he is close to Harley, um, and it, it shows that actually there is a real big. She's not just some throwaway villain or just a popularized sidekick villain or even a popularized icon. She has she has a reason to be like up there in Batman's. Um, what do they call? What do they call it when you've got a really good host of villains? What's rogues gallery. Rogues gallery. Yeah, yeah. She's got a. She's she's got a good footing in his rogues gallery. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with. I think Batman actually really respects Harley. Yeah, and can see how clever she is, and how she, the Joker has been manipulating her all these years. I think he sees the light in her. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and obviously from White Knight, uh, the first one. That whole thing with the two Harleys, um, that was interesting. I really liked that part of the film. Mm, yeah, that was really that was good as yeah. well. Like again, um, go on. Has there been anything else? Uh, well, I'm, I'm reading Fantastic Four by Dan Slott. Yeah. Issue eighteen came out. Really enjoying that as usual. Um, I read <laughs> issue forty of Batman Beyond. So finally, the the identity of Batwoman Beyond has been revealed. Uh, this has been about 10 issues of the mystery. Who is Batwoman? Um, do you want me to spoil it? I mean, you kind of might as well, because I'm, I'm not I'm not going to read... I liked Batman Beyond, but I, I just do so much now, I, I can literally see I'll never catch up. Well, um, I had it spoiled for me. Oh, classic. On eBay, believe it or not. What? Because I look for comic books all the time, I'm a bit of a speculator for first appearances and stuff like that. Mm. And I was searching to see how much one of my issues of Batman Beyond would be worth. Uh, you know the shiny one that used to have framed up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got it in my special Perspex protector right, now. Because you found out it's worth a bit. Because it's the first appearance of Dick Grayson's daughter, who is now Batwoman Beyond. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah, I had it spoiled for me on an eBay description. Like, issue 50 of Batman Beyond... Oh, no, not 50. Um, 25 Batman Beyond... First appearance of Batwoman. I was like, uh, hang on. Oh shit. So yeah, it's her. Um, I'm enjoying it. I I I like it. It's just a bit of fun. Uh, Dan Jurgens is the writer on it. He has been for a long, long time. Um, I, I was discussing it with Phil Mouse actually, and he so aptly put uh, Batman Beyond is dildos. So that's his, <laughs> that's his opinion on that book. So a lot of people might think it's dildos, but. I'm a fucking Batman sucker, aren't I? Especially Batman Beyond. It's just a bit of a nostalgic thing for me, you know? Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy finished. Oh, yeah. That's next on my list, though. I read Guardians of the Galaxy issue one. Oh, no, I haven't finished. I haven't read issue one. I read the the last one of the last run. Donny Cates is Donny finished. Cates, yeah, which was magnificent on oh, multiple it, yeah. levels. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, he's got me to realise like, how much I love Rocket and uh, Peter Quill. Like yeah. I did not realize how much I like these characters mm-hmm. until I read that, and like that's maybe why I connected with the movie so much. That's maybe why when I picked up because I went to get I, back in the early days, I picked up a Guardians of the Galaxy trade, um, but it was like a trade like number two, 
So it's not somewhere we it was start. I shouldn't yeah I couldn't I, I, I and I remember reading it going this is bizarre like what's going on here why is what's happening but I still read it all and I still enjoyed it and I actually haven't ever gone back to mm. that storyline so that's your starting point yeah but I but I feel that the reason that I stayed with it and stuck with it was because Peter Quill and Rocket Raccoon are I love the di- the the dynamic between them the yeah. kind of love hate who's in charge you don't understand me you don't know who I am. I like it. Yeah. Gets me off, man. Well, Al Ewing has picked up the book now. I'm excited. Started from issue one. I'm excited. Um, And it is very much uh, Peter Quill, Rocket Raccoon, central book. Yes! Um, They are the more interesting of the characters. Rocket Raccoon's, you know, he's great, isn't he? He's in a suit now for some reason. Um, Was he not wearing a suit in the end of the last run? In the end of the last run, I don't want to... Well... By you saying he's in this, it does, it kind of, yeah, spoiler, oh, this is a spoiler fucking podcast. Um, No, no, at the end of the last run, he's just, he's in a hospital bed getting better. Right, yeah, well, he says that he's happy now, and, like, someone comments on the suit, and he's just like, I'm I'm just happy now, like, um, oh, there's Guts. (laughs) Hello, Guts. My own little rocket hamster. Hey. Um, Yeah, it's actually, it was fun, I enjoyed it. Uh, the art was interesting, very clean lines. Reminded me a bit of like Russell Dorseman, you know, like Lady Thor. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, so yeah, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it just fine. Fine, just fine. Fine, just fine. Uh, much better than issue one of um, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. But you know the uh, the one that I've got. I did have it framed again, but what? yeah, that's very dated. The original Which one? issue one of Guardians of the Galaxy. What was so? What was wrong? What was wrong with that? Well, it's just, it's just dated, man. It came out in nineteen ninety. Oh just, right. There's okay. a few like racist tones in it. As well. <laughs> like, you know what it is? I mean, you know, when you go back and read early Marvel books and stuff like that, it's a bit odd. Um, um, what else have I read? Let me just have a look quickly. Uh, oh, uh, issue eighty six and eighty seven of Batman by James T. the fourth. Right, so you can finally confirm to me, is this a jumping on point? Yeah, jump on the issue 86, man. There's a... I wouldn't even say a slight spoiler. It's just something that... Because um, Deathstroke's in it. Something he mentions. He says something like, uh, oh, I heard that Bane made a fool out of you or something like that. And that's, and that's basically... City of Bane reference. It. Yeah, that's that's all. I mean, Catwoman's in it now. So Catwoman's back, whatever. That's all you need to know. Um yeah, jump on it. It's it's fun. It's not quite what I was expecting, um, but it's uh, it's it's fine. It's it's a lot different than the war and jokes and riddles. That's for sure. Well, yeah, that was that's where that's what's made me slow down on the reading rebirth Batman because yeah. war of jokes and riddles wore me out. I didn't like that. <laughs> Just wait till you get to the rest of Tom King's run. Shut up. <laughs> Can't wait. I have to as well because my OCD. Yeah. I actually have to do this. Well. If you want to jump on issue 86, I'd say you can totally do it. I've, and I'll read the issues ahead and tell you if there's any spoilers. <laughs> issue 86 and 87, there's no real spoilers for anything right. before. Who's doing the art? Uh, the art is by Tony S. Daniel. Um, and on that was 86. And 87 is that fella who I couldn't pronounce in the last episode, Gilliam. Wait, so they've not got one set person yet? I think they're doing like, the, it's him one issue and him the other, like. Oh, that always throws me off. Um, it's it's fine though, you know. It's good. It's good art. Um, yeah, good book. It's uh, it's. I wouldn't say it's like as good as. Well, it's hard to say. Is it? It's only two issues in, really, yeah. isn't it? 
but I'll check it out. Um, what else have I been reading? Well, I've been reading all my Batman books from my back issue collection that I've had for years. I'm currently halfway through, well, more than halfway through Batman Eternal. So almost finished Batman Eternal. I'm I'm doing a Arkham Manor. Have you when you say Batman Eternal? Because Batman Eternal pissed me off because I was I thought it was just that massive fat tree that I got, and then it turns out it was fifty two issues. Yeah, but I didn't really. I own every single issue. I know you because I bought them every week they came out because that was the whole new fifty two thing, wasn't it? But I think I think I've only read up to like issue technically up to issue th- whatever the trade goes up to if it's issue uh, thirty or something. So by the, when we get getting to the end, I was like, "Are you kidding me? There's more of this." Uh, <laughs> but it is good. It's very well, good. It is in parts. It's very good in parts. Um, again, looking at my ratings on Goodreads, it's it varies from like a two to a five star. Like it's very up and down because obviously there's a, such a huge rotating cast of artists and writers mm. on this. It was a bit all over the place. Um, I didn't. I didn't like the supernatural stuff. Believe it or not, I mean, you know, we're about to talk about a supernatural book, Sabrina. I love horror and supernatural and stuff like that. But in Batman Eternal, I really hated that part. You know, in um, Arkham Asylum, with uh, was oh, the spirit. Yeah, yeah. They go with uh, Constantine. With the spe- the Spectre. They go. Is it where they get Constantine goes there to like? Find like exercise. Yeah, find out it what's was going there. Weird, man. Yeah. I didn't like it with oh, Batwing. I liked that. Batwing yeah. was in it. Which um, have you heard the rumors about who's going to be the new Batman this year? What do you mean? Well, Batwing, who is um, I've always hated comics or film. No, no, no in, in the comics, they're going to start Batman again from an issue one, and um, make Batwing Batman. You know, um, it's Lucius Fox's son, isn't I know, it? it yeah. So it's going to be the first, like, black Batman. Um, but I've always hated that name, Batwing. Just reminds me of stretching your ball sack out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> reminds me of, like, an, a lady's old saggy arm. Well, it's it used to be... Wasn't it the name of, like, the thing that used to fly? The Batwing. That was, like... The Batwing was the plane. Yeah, so why call one of the characters? characters I don't know. The plane. But whatever, yeah, Batman Eternal, um... I'm enjoying it in, you know, bits and bobs. I really like the idea of James Gordon being framed. Yeah. Uh, that was really an interesting, like, mystery to keep you reading, you know. Um, I'm, you, so... So you, I'm up to the part where um, Arkham Manor watch. has yeah. just been, like, imploded or whatever. It's no more. So they're using Bruce Wayne's... Yeah, Manor is um, it's called Arkham Manor. It's like a mini series that they brought out, which is which is good so far. Yeah. Um, and then piss gonna... off! You're not reading Court of Owls. Uh, no, I've done Court of Owls. Oh, did you do it in the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it. Yeah. All oh, right. That okay. was fine. Just fine. That was fine. Just fine. No, it was cool. I like the horror elements of it. Very good. Yeah. No sound. The whole maze with the scary owls and yeah. yeah. Great art by um, what's his face Capullo. Yeah. Um, what else have been reading? I think, I I mean, think that's it. Really. Oh, Amazing Spider Man! So, I'm still not caught up. I've got. To, I'm re- I get to read my Carnage tonight, yeah. <laughs> and then I can just crack on with Spider Man. I've got them all there in a pile next to Carnage. Great. When I get home, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a delight. So I scared you last episode. Yes, you did. Amazing Spider Man has took a, a nosedive recently. However, you'll be happy to hear that the last issue that I read that came out this week, um, forgot what number it is. 
like was, 39 or something. Was good. It's back on track. It's great. J. Jonah Jameson is like the main character in it and it's great. Love me a bit of J. Jonah Jameson. Um, very funny Nick Spencer shit. Like he's he's back on form. Right. Like he's at his best when he's not tied into like having to write around events and stuff. Yeah. Like the whole 2099 thing. Oh man, when you get to that, it's just... Painful. Yeah, that it really turned me off the book, but it, it's it's on the right track now. It's funny. It's good. Um, the next issue, the cover is uh, J. Jonah Jameson and Spider Man. Um, they're both on either side of a podcast microphone, so he's like a podcast host now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like I need to use that image for this show uh, in something. some way. <laughs> it's just it's too good. Um, yeah, so ASM back on track. Yeah, no good. No good. Um, are we going to the drop zone? Oh, happily drop zone. Right. In the drop zone for me was... Um, I mean, I'm saying very obviously, but I'm just having a trouble. Oh, fucking Iron Man 2020 can suck my donkey dick. <laughs> I almost picked this up because you were like, oh, it might be interesting dance slot, you know, like see what he does next. And uh, I spoke to Film House about it and he was like, oh, yeah, um my wife wants it because it's got a shiny cover. But you, yeah, you recommended it before you read it. But is it is it shit? <laughs> it's not that it's shit. It is that fucking stupid thing where to read this now, you need to read, and I'm going to this. listen to this. Iron Man 2020, number one, number two. Machine Man 2020, number one. Forceworks 2020, number one. Rescue 2020, number one. Iron Man 2020, number three. Iron Age 1, Machine Man 2022. Forceworks 2, Ironheart 1, Rescue 2. Iron Man 4, Forceworks 3, Ironheart 2. Wolverine 1. Oh, I forgot about that. Iron Man... That's um, weird that it crosses over to Wolverine. It pissed me off. Iron Man 5, Wolverine 2... It's the penultimate one, and Iron Man 6. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just, that annoyed me. And when I read the story, um, I could tell it was only bleeding out a little bit of information. Mm. So I thought, oh, this is going to be a big run. Can't wait. And then so everything is crossing over into it. I was just thinking, you know what? Fuck you. That's why I hate Marvel. Well, one of the re- reasons why I hate Marvel. DC rarely does that. They do it sometimes, mm. but not as much as Marvel. Marvel just take the piss. It wasn't. It's not. It, the thing is, as well, the story. I mean, I might. I might as well tell you because one, I don't think you're going to read it, and two. No. So in Iron Man, that just got finished with Dan Slott. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man figures out that he's because he's so smart. He figures out he's only a clone of Iron Man. That he's he's a clone of Tony Stark, an AI. He's actually Cloney Stark. Cloney Stark. Why is no one? <laughs> that is brilliant. Right. So phony Cloney Stark. Um, he fig- he figures out that he's not actually Tony Stark. He may look like him, sound like him, have his memories, technically have his DNA, but genetically he is not. He's so he's a walking we, talking AI. Why should we give a shit about this Cloney Stark? Now? Because he then his brother, uh, Tony Stark's brother, who I can never remember the name of uses this in a court of law to go, you are not Tony Stark, so you cannot have Stark Enterprises. They legally, and everything belongs to me now. The court rules in his favour, saying, yeah, that's completely true. So Tony Stark is gone, he's out. And then, so he's, at the Iron Man 2020 is this uh, this pumped up, his brother, in this mad armour that Tony made just before he went, which he calls the God Killer armour. Right? And he goes round, like, 
his main job is he's foresaw or he's figured out that there's going to be a big event that happens in the future that um, is going to wipe out humanity as long as there's AI and robots. So he's going around trying to promote the idea of getting rid of all robots and AI in the Marvel Universe. And he's actually picking on them like crimes he's finding to do with AI and stuff like that. Um, and AI is rebelling because of this. They're feeling segregated and being picked on. And then at the very end of issue 21 of 2020, like it shows like a robot showing them like this is where we're hiding, where this is our hideout, where we're... It's almost like a, a movement that's starting. And who's running it? Tony Stark. Because he's AI. Yeah, the, well, no, the cloney Stark. Oh, because he's Stark. AI. So he wants to be in charge. He's in charge of the uh, AI movement to make them recognize. And I was like, this is really, this is, could be good on politics and stuff like that. It's and interesting. It's like. interesting. But then you see that and I'm like, no, fuck you. Because I am going to have to read all that. Yeah. I, I think the thing that really put me off when I'm reading that list was the Wolverine. When you're crossing into that, I just was like, right, this is batshit. <laughs> well, I'll read Wolverine issue one because X-Men, and I'll let you know if there's any Iron Man in it. <laughs> right. But, you know, actually, hearing you talk about that, you know what would make that book even better? What? Hank Pym Ultron. And, well, he he's part of why this started in oh, the right. last one. Hank Pym Ultron was in the last run, and it was, it was fucking good as well. And I hate the fact that got stopped. So, yeah, that was in the drop zone. Um, I've totally dropped off of Hit Girl as well because the art's just shit at the moment. Oh, really? And the art and story is Kevin shit. Smith still writing it? No, it's like it switches between different writers and artists every mm. five issues, four or five issues. And this one where it's set in Pakistan is just absolutely abhorrent to look at. And the story is, a, I just didn't understand why it, it was just boring. Mm. So I just dropped it. They're the main two I've dropped. Are you still reading Shazam, by the way? You're still pulling that? Yeah, I haven't read it. I've got it. I haven't read it. Yeah. Just I'm, wondering where you're up to, really. I'm up to. Yeah. I'm. I've got issue nine. I know issue ten <clears> just <throat> come out. Yeah. Um, I haven't read issue nine yet. You getting the variants? I'd love the variants, mate. They yeah. are. They are. There's but rarely a bad variant on them. I yeah. prefer the variants to the actual covers because I get the the covers kind of trying to make it look like silver age and golden age stuff. But well, I love the original cover because it's day legal shamar and i love his stuff and he's the artist on the book isn't he so mm. i can't I, i've got to get both you get <laughs> yeah. both each time yeah uh no well hopefully we'll talk about shazam once uh we're both caught up on that because i need to read issue 10 still actually um in my drop zone uh star wars i read issue one of the new run oh yeah um which is picking up after the events of empire strikes back so an interesting time, I thought, because in this gap between Empire a lot and happened. Jedi, you know, Luke Skywalker becomes like a fucking Jedi master and mm -hmm. stuff, and it's like, okay, this could be really interesting, but issue one just bored me, man. Wow. Uh, Charles Sewell is the writer, and I don't rate him at all. Um, yeah, I, I just wasn't impressed with it. I don't want to carry on. <laughs> so... Yeah, I've dropped that. You just remind me now of that meme of, do you like Star Wars? Well, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, obviously, I, I love Star Wars, as you know. I'm a Star Wars nut, but yeah, Star Wars, going to drop that. Uh, I don't think there's much else, really. Like I know I said, it, it's, yeah. it's a little bit of an expensive time to be a comic book fan, <laughs> I'm finding, because everything I, yeah. I like, I like, and I am enjoying um, oh I, Morbius I dropped that after issue one that was boring 
pointless. Like just, um, again, probably just a cash in. Yeah, just a cash in. Um, I tell you what was uh, something I took an interest in and would recommend people just don't bother with. Uh, Miles Morales, the end. So How this, was it? I so, heard bad things about that. Yeah, the this the end series is meant to be like. Like we explained, like I explained, it's like them just doing one shots of these characters' last days. And if this is anything to go by, I'm not interested at all. It just felt like a comic for the sake of being a comic. Mm. I didn't see any heart in it. I didn't really get. It didn't. It did. There was no like arc for anyone in this at all. No one had. A, it was pointless. It had. No one had an arc. Um, it's the basic premise of it is. There's big baddies that rule the world. Uh, Miles has a haven for people to stay away from the baddies. The baddies somehow get in. Miles defeats the baddies, but in, kills himself doing it. Uh, sacrifices himself, but happily. There, that's the thing. There's no like. There's no like big mo- monologue, like Iron Man moment of, uh, like in Endgame, like in like he's got a deal with oh I'm gonna have to kill myself to save the world aren't I oh my he's just like yep not an issue kills himself <laughs> just to save the world and um the fact and then the final few pages are all people paying tribute to the, the fallen hero but it's just it's literally a comic it could have been written by a seven year old like just write a Spider-Man story where he dies give that you seven write a story mm. there's nothing special about it do, do you remember who wrote it uh, yes, I do. It was... Uh, hold on. It's here. Bye. Oh, you know, it's the fucking same dude. It's Sladdin Ahmed. Oh, no, he's the artist. Sladdin Ahmed. Huh? Yeah. Huh. It's the same dude. Holy shit, thing. he's put no effort into that whatsoever. Mm. There was Unless he's... It's one massive Easter egg to something he's going to reveal in... His story, there was just no substance to the, this comic at all. I really to be honest, though, I mean, I, I kind of feel like that's another cash-in, isn't it? That that whole, what's the character like when they're old? You know, the old man yeah. Logan started it, and then old man Quill, old man Hawkeye, and all that. And I kind of feel like to explore that, you have to have more than a single one-shot issue to do it in. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I feel like there's only so much you can do. Can like, tell a, a death of an old character in like one issue. Do you know I what feel mean? like if it, it began, like literally began with Spider Man, like it starts with him saying something like, I've just been diagnosed with like terminal cancer or something on page one. And the whole issue is him dealing with like mm. shutting down his life and like trying to move on and then like him fighting until the end, maybe. But yeah, there was just no. Like I said, he just he just might as well have just been like he throws himself in front of a bus and that's it. And um, the bur, 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 bur. what's that Superman one where he finds out he's dying or something? Superman. The death of Superman. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. it's not as on the nose as that. Um, that's a great book, by the way. One of my favorites. I'm sure you've, they made a little animated movie out of it as well. Superman, uh, <sighs> Bright Star, Superman. They they've just done another comic with someone uh, with using that exact same name for it. what the fuck is it called have you got them there Superman Death of Superman you've definitely read it I, I can't believe you I can't think of this he, he finds about. out he's dying so he just starts doing every good deed he possibly can I don't know even like he ends his feud with Lex Luthor because he he goes to Lex Luthor and goes just so you know I'm dying 
And Lex is like, oh, right. And he's like, so we can just put this to bed now. And Lex is like, so I win? I outlive you? And he's like, yep. If that makes you feel better, that's all I wanted to say. And Lex is like, thank you. Okay, that's all I needed. It's really... It doesn't ring a bell, that. But you mentioned Lex Luthor, though. It made me want to talk about Titan Season 2. That's a tedious link. But um, (laughs) I've been trying to finish it. Um, I love this season so far. Fantastic. Um, Really odd how they chose to end Season 1, though, and pick up Season 2. It was almost like it was a two-parter episode. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like they didn't have the budget to do Trigon at the end of season one. No, um, do so, you, do you know, no this is the thing. What so, happens? Why so did they do that? Because episode one of season two was so odd. Episode one of season two that. was meant to be the final episode of yeah. season one. So it what was happened? Meant to be, they just decided on the last minute to not release it. Was it a budget? I feel like it was a budget thing. No, they, they filmed it and everything. They just decided not to release it. Be, um, to get so more weird. of a, a, I think they wanted to get people to want a season two, so I guarantee there would be a season two. We're going to hold back this mm-hmm. last episode. It was a weird choice, but yeah, it was a weird choice because I thought, okay, maybe it makes sense, th- but it, it yeah. didn't make sense at all watching no, it. Because like the episode, episode one of season two, halfway through, it all wraps up and everyone's like, oh, I'm going this way, you're going that way. We're mm. going to do Titans again, go to Titans Tower. But it was almost like an end to the episode halfway through. Mm. I was like, hang on, but there's like 20 minutes left. Like, what's a other, weird the, episode? The other thing as well is it made Trigon go from being this built-up villain to being, ah, yeah. we just got him in episode one. Yeah, he's done away with in half of episodes. Like, yeah. weird, that. So, um, yeah, but apart from that, Star, I'm really fucking enjoying season two. Mm. Love the whole Superboy thing. Yeah, Superboy is good. Fantastic character. The way he plays him as well is perfect. Um, yeah, um, really enjoying that series. I like the way that they're weaving the uh, the story as well. Uh, it's not linear, is it? No. The way that they've in- introduced Jericho and um, the way that you know Superboy ends up saving Robin as well. I'll be. I am going to be very inter- interested in hearing your thoughts at the end because yeah. you make some very bold and brave choices. I've, I've heard bits, and, and bobs. I'm kind of. <laughs> I don't know how I feel okay. at the end of it. I was like, ah, okay. But yeah, t- Titans, Matt. I mean, I, I was trash talking that show when the first images came out of the cast, and I regret it so much because I fucking love that show. You, it, it's so good. You sound like the complete opposite of Justice Gods. Oh really? What have, what have Justice Gods been up to lately? No, Justice Gods. I sent you that thing saying like they posted another thing, like another post, but like Joss Whedon is a dickhead because of what he did ruining Justice League, um, and it's quite. A, oh, a, someone reviewed it like nine out of ten or something. No, someone. No, right. So he, they they put up. Someone put like a, a tweet up saying Justice League got ruined. Uh, we we need the Snyder Cut, and then some guy celebrity has tweeted back saying. You know, oh, well, ha, 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 glad we ruined it for you. And then they've noticed that Joss Whedon follows that celebrity on Twitter. So then Justice Gods have gone, look, he's such a dickhead. <laughs> and he completely, he enjoys that he ruined Justice League, even though he never made the tweet. And But then someone's to put that under going, I've just gone back and had a look. You gave it 8.5 out of 10. You liked it. And you're, you now your main... Uh, narrative is that it's the worst movie ever done. They are so hypocritical, so slimy and hypocritical. Yeah, it's a very toxic uh, 
toxic podcast uh, podcast well, Facebook I think page Facebook page that account yeah although I really think they have been in touch like or interacting with you on some level yeah no I, I stopped bothering with them a long time ago <laughs> mm. but no yeah Titans fucking great um, it's cool because I love how um, ironically <clears throat> enough how close to the source material it is Mm. You know, I said that with the whole character design and that, I was like, oh, it doesn't even look like the characters and all that. But they're they're following so closely to that original source material. Jeff like, Johns. I mean, I've got, you know, first appearance of Nightwing up there on my wall, framed, signed by Marv Wolfman, the fucking legend himself. And, um, and you've got Deathstroke in the middle, and that's Jericho on the far right. Oh, is it? And I was watching the show. This is the Judas Contract, that's where it starts. It's like a big storyline of the Titans. And uh, they introduced Rose, Deathstroke. I was like, yeah, this is sick. And I was like, oh, it's a shame that they don't do Jericho. Like, cause he's a big part in the book. And then they introduced him, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then they showed his origin in that, when he got his throat set. And I was like, oh, my God, it's just like the comic. It's so fucking good. So I'm, oh, I'm loving it, man. Loving it. No, yeah. glad. I'll talk about the last episode with you. Because I've seen the title of it, Nightwing. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, I love it when um, he was sparring and Dick was sparring with was it Rose or someone? It was Rose, and he was using the staff, and then she cut it in two, and he was using like the two sticks. And you're like, oh, oh. it's happening. <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah, that's sick. Um, are, are we done? Should we go on to Sabrina? Yeah, we can go on to. I think we should because we've okay. waffled on for so long. Yeah, we've been going an hour. It's good. It's good time. Alright, so let's talk about our book of the month. Our book club is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, We've got the first trade here, which collects issues one to five. Um, There are three other issues. Um, Issue eight, the final issue. Well, I say the final issue. Um, It's actually part two of a six-issue story arc. But that came out in August 2017. There hasn't been an issue of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina since then because the writer is also the head honcho of the TV show and I think he's a bit busy with that and Riverdale and stuff. Um, oh, what? So, hold on. Hold on. So, if I wanted to get the next volume, I can't? No, it doesn't exist because there's only three issues after this, six, seven and eight. Um, they did compile those three issues into a... um, Like a... A book? A, like a mini trade. <laughs> That right. came out last year, um, but you can't get that anymore. It's on eBay for like fifty quid or something. I have it, but um, yeah. <laughs> that, but, but it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll we'll go more into that in a bit. The point is that there hasn't been an issue since August twenty seventeen, and that's a crying shame because I love this book. So the character of Sabrina originated for people that don't know in Archie comics, um, way back in the day, um. It then inspired a TV show called Sabrina the Teenage Witch in the 90s, right? Yeah, dude. Starring um, Melissa Joan Hart. Hart. Who's going to be at Liverpool Comic Con. With both the aunties. With both aunties, uh, which is Don't think cool. Salem will be there. <laughs> That'd be so cool if they just like rigged up a Salem, a janky Salem, <laughs> someone behind the desk going... <laughs> Gaz hated that cat. <laughs> I love that show, by the way. That was my childhood. Yeah. Know, it was great. Um, so yeah that was 
what a lot of people know Sabrina from. But it's actually um, not really like that. It's well, the the, the the comics were like that, the original Archie comics, and then Archie decided to go dark and do horror versions of the characters. So you got Chilling Adventures of Sabrina from that. They're doing Blossom Six Six Six, Jughead the Hunger, where Jughead's a fucking werewolf. Um, mm. They've got the horror imprint. I think it's. It might even be called Archie Horror. Uh, let sure. me have a look. I've got it here. Uh, yeah, it's Archie Horror. Uh, and every one of those has been great. So I actually picked up uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Volume 1 after watching the show because I loved the show so much. Mm. Um, fucking awesome, awesome show. Love it. And I love paranormal shit. And series 3 just come out. I haven't watched any of yeah, it. That's how I'm spending three tomorrow. came out yesterday. Yeah. So I think we're both going to binge that because that end of series two ended on a bit of a cliffhanger as well. Like, fucking sick show. I love it. It's so, um, for me, it reminds me of the love I have with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. When it first came out, you know, where they have like the monster of the week and stuff like that in each episode. And I just love it. I love me a bit of, uh, a bit of horror pa- paranormal shit. So I was excited to pick up this book and it did not disappoint. I loved it you know um i loved the art in it i thought it was perfect oh god art is by robert hack he is a hack so actually let's talk about the the writer first of all can you say his name for me jb (laughs) roberto agoy sacasa yeah genius and yeah look i love the art didn't i didn't have have any problem with the writing at all yeah, I think the story is very interesting, very good. It, the way it bobs back and forth between her youth and now, and like witch law and everything she's got to deal with. It, it's I really think I only carried on reading this because of the the story because of I kind of want to see where it went. Although I kind of knew because it's very very similar to the Netflix show. There are some changes which are bit big like instead of um harvey's brother dying and then being brought back to life it's harvey yeah um instead of harvey being a drunk uh, harvey's dad being a drunk on his own he's actually part of a loving family but um his mum's a bit crazy that's all um there is like little things like that um instead of sabrina stopping her own uh like Baptism, baptism, that baptism. Harvey accidentally does it. Yeah, Harvey, yeah Harvey's kind of removed a bit from the TV show. Yeah, he dies pretty early on. And the reason why I love the art in it is obviously for the horror element. It's perfect for that gore and creepiness that is injected into this. Like that scene where like Harley stumbles upon her having the dark baptism and gets eaten by, I think, is it one of her aunties? that eats mm. him or one of the other witches and it's just so fucking there's some really creepy scenes in this like Madame Satan is fucking terrifying like when she has no face on and she's got the skulls for eyes and shit it's so fucking cool right man. that's my first thing that's the first point when I was reading this right I'm I'm going through and I'm just going oh this is an interesting style um I but I was like I can adapt to it the first my first <laughs> My first, like, alarm bells went off at this when it goes, there, there's my precious little girl, my darling Sabrina. That fucking baby looks crap. That is, that's meant to be the child 
the face of the child, as we first seen, that's going to be the lead, the lead on this, and they could have drawn a more lifeless-looking doll. No, I, I like that, because I think it looks, like, creepy. Like, there's some strangeness in that face, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, because she's got, is like, she... John Major's upper lip. She... <laughs> I thought you were being way too picky there. Um... Then, you, you pick on single panels. You need to look at the whole thing as, as well, a whole. Well, this is the thing. It is as a whole. So then because of that, I began noticing little janky bits in the artwork anyway. Like, on every fucking page. Like I, I don't agree at I all. I hate... Like, this entire thing here. That is a horrible spider thing. And then that's going to be her coming through to Paul. But it just looks like, like uh, I'll just go, fur, fur, fur. It, I just thought the art was horrible and lazy. The, the only thing I will give no, credit to... No, not lazy at all, I will, What do you mean not lazy Not lazy at, at, all? at all. There's a, so much thought put into this. Like, everything that he does in this book is deliberate. Well, it's a terrible choice. I mean, look at the look at this fr- the framing of some of these panels. Like, you know, this spider web here... The, you know, the web is making out the date yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like stuff it's like It's so that. clever the way that he's done it. That was when I just, I burst out laughing when I read, turned the page. So that cover, Madam Satan's face. I love those it. Those little alien skulls that look like the bad guy, the thing in, in Men in Black when they open up his face and it's like, the, it's in the, on the, what's he called, what's he called, what's he say? When it's uh, on Orion's belt, the galaxy is on Orion's belt. I don't. I don't remember Men in Black. <laughs> well, looks it looks I, like that. I I, I, I like that... it because it looks like classic horror. It's really creepy and unsettling image. You know, she's got her lips, red lips over the top of her skeleton teeth. Like it's just, it makes your skin crawl. Some of these images, and I love it, it for that. It makes my skin crawl for all the wrong reasons. I. Just... It's. I'm sorry, about this. This is my style. This is what all the Joe Hill books are like on Hill House Comics on DC Black Label. See, it works in some stages. Like, see that with the eyes over the town. Yeah, that's gorgeous. It's so cool. That's, that that works. But I feel there's some things that he's just got to realize that you're not. That style just doesn't work. It doesn't evoke any emotion from me at all. Um, I like, also like that where she's auditioning and singing. She looks like she's from Vietnamese. She's it's, got her eyes closed. She's not got her eyes closed. They're just drawn small for a weird reason. Well, I loved the colour palette as well. I thought the colouring was amazing in it. Yeah, it again, sticks which... to like a core group of colours, and there's such a like a warmth to it, like a Halloweeny vibe. There's so many oranges and stuff in there, and when the blood comes along, the red just like Bounces jumps off, out off yeah. the page. It's just, I fucking love it, man. Like Harvey's blonde hair, and like the yellow panels for the dialogue boxes. It's just. No, this is the thing, I can it. see this like it's... genuine skill in, in some panels and in the f- full book that, like I said, the colour palette is great. It, I like the theme of it. It reminds me of like the D- Daredevil show because they like pick that red theme going throughout it. It's but... really distinct, man, and it's right up my street. I love, I fucking loved it. Um, so we've talked a lot about the art. Should we talk about the story? Do you want to read the synopsis on the back cover? Uh, can do. Do, do, do. On the eve of her 16th birthday, young sorceress Sabrina Spellman finds herself at a crossroads, forced to choose between an unearthly destiny and her own mortal boyfriend, Harvey. But Madam Satan, a deadly foe from her family's past, has arrived in Greendale, and she has her sights set squarely on the young witch. Can Sabrina face the challenge, or will her witching career and high school life end all too abruptly? 
you missed out the part at the top. Man, maybe you didn't. We've got different trades, haven't we? Where it says, a comic book horror masterpiece from two creators at the top of their game collected for the first time. Well, that's not part of the synopsis. Which I agree with a lot of the... No, I, I mean, I, the, the, the real, the only reason thing that got me through this was the incredible story, how mm. dark it is and how... It's so dark, man. It's like, I didn't think that there was going to be... I, I think when events happen in this, like plot devices, I began to think like, oh, it's going to have a happy ending here. And it doesn't. It's like a Greek tragedy, a lot that happens in this. Um, <clears throat> I like Salem speaking as well in this. That yeah. was something I do feel was missing from the Netflix show. <coughs> that Salem should speak. It's mm. just it, it's almost like maybe not have the wild voice he has in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that voice coming out of the <laughs> on that show. Oi, hey. <laughs> um, going back to the art though, I just looked at this page here, and Harvey looks like fucking. Um, What's that guy from High School Musical, Zac Efron? Oh, Zac Efron, Doesn't right there like in that him? panel. Yeah, no, he does. Um, he would have been a great Harvey, by the way. Yeah. Maybe a bit old now, but... Um, um, yeah, talking about how fantastic the story is and how wild it is in dark, and it gets darker, man. I mean, there's only two more issues that carry on the story so far because it's on hiatus, the book. Um, issue six is just a Salem origin story, basically, like a one-shot. Which is really good in itself. But yeah, issue seven and eight. Obviously, you know, at the end of this book, Harvey has returned from the dead. But it's not really Harvey, it's Sabrina's father in Harvey's body. body. And it gets weird, man. It gets really weird. I thought it was interesting to bring in the um, Veronica and. Uh, what is it? Veronica and what's the other one called? Betty and Veronica. Betty and Veronica yeah. and make them witches. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Obviously, Betty and Veronica from original Archie comics and in the Riverdale TV show. Um, I think they might have plans to cross them over as well in the Netflix show. I'm not sure. But um, the writer and creator, uh, Roberto, he he writes both shows as well. So, right. Um, he's well up on, on his uh, Archie comics lore. I think that was um, in the show. They did that with the, the three sisters, didn't they? Um, what they call Dorcas? Um, oh, what's the other one called? The one that's Father Blackwood's daughter. The what? Father Blackwood's daughter. Oh God, yeah, I can't remember oh, her name. I've forgotten their names, but you know what I mean. Those three. Yeah, yeah, those three. I really I like think, them three. Yeah. Yeah, that show's so good, man. No, I, I loved Ambrose in that show as well. Ambrose is a, is sick. He's a that. really interesting actor. Like I love to watch his performances in that show. Um, something that I didn't like as much in the show, which is absent from the comic as well, Go is um, Sabrina's friends. Yeah, didn't hit home with me at all. Like, I didn't, didn't. You don't like the 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 three that like the, isn't one. There's one that's one that, Harvey. Then there's a trans she, one. And there's a psychic one. Yeah, the one that's got the cunning, as she calls the it. The cunning. Yeah. Um, nothing against like their character arcs or anything like that. I just. I just just found it a bit boring and a bit of a diversion from the the good stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like like oh, stop trying to make it's like when X the X Men uh, TV show in the nineties tried to make what's his name the main character when you really want to be watching Wolverine and Cyclops. Um, you know, did a 
Like, JB's doing action with his hands. Yeah, uh, jazz hands. Saying, Jubilee? Yeah, Jubilee! Jubilee. It worked. Yeah, like, they try to make Star Wars... Star Wars. Try to make Jubilee the main character. And it's like, stop trying to make Jubilee the main character. It doesn't work. Um, Yeah, I mean, what would you rate this out of 10? Oh, easy 10 out of 10. Really? Yeah, love it. Um, One of my favourite books to read. It get, the art just takes away a lot for me. I can get that. If it's not your style, then that's totally understandable. You know, some people love fucking... Um, they love fucking what? They, <laughs> I was going to say. They love John Romita Jr. They love fucking um, John Romita Jr. I hate the guy. Well, I don't hate the guy. I don't know the guy, but I hate his art, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Art's a subjective thing, and for me, that is, you know, it, top of the game, horror art. I love it. I love the whole thing. Um... What would you rate it? Seven. Hmm? The art's really bad for me. It down for you. Mm. Really bad. Um, I want to go lower. Oh, but, don't do that. But the story, Seven's low enough for that. But the story's so good that I, I, I'd be a disservice to the story. And I also know that, like... I want to read the other issues, whereas if it was anything lower than a seven, I wouldn't want to carry on reading it. Well, I'd recommend that you don't carry on because it's so fucking frustrating. He stopped at part two of his part six story do he, arc. Do you reckon he knew about the TV show and he stopped because it would just give away the TV show and he's trying to make the TV no, show a thing? The, the, honestly, mate, the way that issues seven and eight carry on, it doesn't go anywhere near the TV show because the whole father thing is totally different. Isn't oh, it? yeah, it will um, be. Uh, issue six, like I say, is a standalone uh, Salem origin story <laughs> really good um, so read that if you can um, It's they're, they're just really hard to get hold of now these issues because issue 8 was in, in essence the final issue and it was such a low print run I can't get them um, which is a shame because you know I love this book I love the story and I want it to continue I love it's the like show what, but it's like what's know, the point of releasing a book like that without an ending carry on the story man you know like Roberto, <laughs> you know, I know the big book is in Netflix and um, what's Riverdale on? Uh, like some oh, what CW is Riverdale or something. On? Yeah, I want to say something I, like that. I don't that. know, but I know that he's probably earning a lot of money doing that. But for the fans, man, get back on the book. You know, we want more of this shit. It's been, well, it'll be fucking three years coming up August this year. There's not been any Sabrina comics. Sad. Well, actually, they're doing... Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch now, which in my opinion is nowhere near as good. It's not a horror book, you know. It's not Chilling Adventures, is it? No. So, have you? Um, I want more Chilling Adventures, please. Have you read any other trades recently? Because I've I've been on a bit of a, a tradey binge, so I've, I'm just oh, yeah. reading Sex Criminals Part Three. Oh, um, issue uh, the new issue of Sex Criminals comes out this Wednesday, which I'm looking forward to picking up. Been a bit of a gap, hasn't it? Has oh yeah, a big gap. Um, and I also read. Injustice book one. Tom Taylor. Is that boy. Tom Taylor? Yeah. It was so good. Ah, Tom oh, Taylor. Mate, you, everything like, you write this is fucking gold. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm really like, I want to get the next one out. As soon as it started, and I, and I know that Injustice is dark and it goes, I can hear two heartbeats. I was like, oh shit, this is a dark book and we've just introduced that Superman's Oh, just hearing about a pregnancy. This is going to go west so fast. Did um, you know about the storyline before you read the book? The only thing I knew, because it's a meme, 
um, was Superman punching Joker through the yeah, body. But you didn't know why. Didn't know why. Oh, oh um, yeah, yeah. I was like, obviously, yeah. every page was like, no, <laughs> no. Well, no, I've I've got the game, so I know the story. I've not read the book yet, though. Um, oh, mate, read the book and just wank yourself off. It's just like, <laughs> is it like Lady Supreme? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just in. He- I was in the heaven uh, reading it. It was awesome. one of those ones where I just realised how fast I was reading it. I put it down yeah. and stopped to let myself just sit in its juices. Sick. I'll have, to, I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah, well, if there's not anything else you want to mention, we'll wrap this episode up. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to plug anything, JB? Um, if you go over to www.talknerdy.uk, you can check out... All sorts of blogs and vlogs and podcasts, including this podcast, because it is now directly linked in the podcast section. And you can see all, click on Chris's, uh, who drew that again? Was that Ben? Ben Allen. Ben Allen drew the picture of Chris holding the Infinity Gauntlet uh, with an almost, it's funny that, isn't it? How he chose a Marvel accessory and an almost Marvel looking logo. But you're well, apparently so pro DC. I'm actually wearing a Flash t-shirt. You can't see it there. But I, <laughs> he, t- he asked me, what t-shirt do you want to be wearing? And I said, I want to be wearing a Flash one. And, uh, and you can't see it at you all. You can't see it. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you click on that logo, you can go to all of Chris's podcasts from there. Um, and yeah, just really just nosy about the site. There's some interesting stuff, including my little theory on uh, when, why Morbius is being brought into the MCU. Actually, I just want to talk about that briefly, uh, because I don't get that. I, I watched the Morbius trailer, and I saw that there was the image of Spider-Man in the background with yeah. graffiti saying murderer on yeah. it, right? But what, what are people going mad about Tobey Maguire for? What's that about? So the so Morbius seems... it Obviously, it's revealed at the end of the Morbius trailer that Michael Keaton's there, uh, yeah. the vulture. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Morbius looks like it's set to be in the MCU now. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's this stuff about Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire? So the reason Tobey Maguire's being looked into is because that picture in the background mm. with Murderer written over it yeah. is the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. If you look at it, it's not... Is that just a mistake, though? Is, now, that, is that just them being lazy and using like it's possible. an old... Because it's Sony. Well, here's the thing. The other thing is, it isn't actually people going, oh, that's Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. It's not... It's Tobey Maguire's suit, yeah. right? But it's been lifted from the Spider-Man PS4 game. So, Oh, right, okay. Chances are, even though they have the rights to everything, Sony have just took something they 100% own, mm. which is that logo from that game. And Sony theorists game, have just taken it too and far. And theorists have just gone <laughs> off the handle and thinking, oh my God, we're getting like Spider-Verse. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not that. That's literally no. is calm. Put right, your dick yeah. back down in your pants. Um, I mean, no, that'd be cool, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, okay, it's... I just, I just wonder what that was all but about. Because for read... me, so on surface level, I just saw a flash of Spider-Man in the background. I was like, oh, that's cool, you know, in the, in the MCU, whatever. Well, if you if you read read the full blog, you would have understood that. And uh... that was a lot quicker for you just to explain it to and me. There's more. No, there is a lot more as well. So. Yeah, go and check out a lot of content at talknerdy.uk. You can check out all the other episodes of Chris's Comics as well on there. Um, they're on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 
Uh, you can follow the show at Chris's Comics Podcast on Instagram, and you can follow my personal account at Chris J Wakefield. And if you want to follow my Instagram, which is comic based, it's at Undead Comic Cast. Um, I literally only post comic based things. I have a what comic I'm reading, what trade I'm reading, or panel that's made me laugh. Uh, like today, reading Sex Criminals, I've, there was a particular panel that made me laugh that the guy says, yeah, we must never stop asking, never stop observing these pendulous dangling mysteries. <laughs> and it just made me laugh my ass off. Yeah, Matt for action, man. Him and Chip on that book are so much fun. Mm. Looking forward to the new issue. It's actually going to be the end. Yeah, um, I think you said that. Yeah, I think it's like four issues they're doing now and that's it. They're bringing it to 30, I think. Uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that wraps up. Speaking of wrapping up, yeah, that's it from us. That's all, folks. Join us next time where we will finally be discussing Doomsday Clock. Yeah, buddy! That big hand is five minutes <laughs> to the, the, the 12. Is that is that reference right? It's almost time. It's almost time. But we will, we will be discussing all 12 issues of Doomsday Clock, so make sure you're all caught up on that. Um, you've had long enough. <laughs> <laughs> you have. Yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. Go suck it, Catholics. <laughs> <laughs>